0: Dancing is included.
1: Loving you
2: Makes me want to spill my heart and soul Loving you Makes me want to tell you things you never been told
1: Hello and welcome to Bad Poetry. The show where some of us were once bad where all of us were once bad poets and some of us still are. I am that someone, your host Elise McGoran. And today I have with me Cheyenne and Elizabeth. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourself, Elizabeth? Um, my name is Elizabeth. I also go by Lizzie frequently.
2: Um, I am a junior to you. I'm a creative writing major, but I mainly write fiction. And my poetry is really terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Were you named after Lizzie McGuire, yes or no?
1: Oh, I wish, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a big Lizzie McGuire fan? Yes.
0: Um, Who isn't? <laughs> awesome. i awesome. watched some
2: because of my name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really identify. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Cheyenne. Um, my name's Cheyenne Green. I'm an English and poli-sci major at TU. I'm a junior. Um, nice. I write poetry. Feel and I study <laughs> and read books to learn.
1: Awesome, me too. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, how did you how did you first get into poetry, uh, Cheyenne? Um, in high school.
0: Me and my friend were really competitive with one another um, (laughs) because we were actually frenemies. Nice. Spoiler. (laughs) Um, And he would text me early in the morning, like 2 and 3 o'clock, because he knew I was awake because I had anxiety and I didn't sleep very much. Anyway, and we would um, have competitions in writing. And so poetry was one of those things where he felt like he was better than me at. So he would always Mm. challenge me to, like, poetry write-offs. And so we would have 15 minutes in a word doc, and we would have to, like, beat each other and then, like... Yeah, edit and talk uh, with each that's other. That's awesome. Anyway, so I got into it doing that. Um, one of the poems that I wrote when I was 15, doing that is one of the poems I'm going to read. Yeah, That's awesome. It's here in a moment. So <laughs> something
1: to look forward to. Awesome. Uh, Elizabeth. Right. Or would you like to go by Lizzie? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really curious. Like if you call like oh, Elizabeth or... all this time and I'm like, oh my goodness, have I offended her? <laughs> no, no, no. I go by both. Okay, cool. All right. Awesome. Elizabeth, how did you get into poetry? (laughs) I only write poetry when I have to.
2: (laughs) So all the poetry I've read has been written for creative writing classes. Nice. Nice. And I um, wish I was better at it, but I'm not. But I will try to get better because Uh Jenny, um, you know, another creative writing Uh major or English major, she was like, I feel like you should write poetry until you know that you're really bad at it <laughs> so just kind of like go yeah. into like yeah. even a brick wall I guess yes. <laughs> right like 500 poems they
1: all may be terrible and then you can really say you're terrible yeah I Taking guess like that you, advice. you do have to put in the practice until you're like okay you know, I've, I've tried and failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, a small disclosure. Like, all of my poetry is mediocre.
0: <laughs> but we had our big creati- our big project, uh-huh. uh, poetry project, for my creative writing class that I am currently in. And I only had to write four new poems. Nice. I had a work of 16. Only four of them were new. I had 12 that I was, like, proud enough of to turn mm-hmm. in, which I felt was pretty good, considering I'm not a creative writing major. I'm an English major in, like, a more read and analyze sense. Um, and so, this is my first time really creating. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, mediocre, but very emotional, which I guess is fine, which is probably why it's, <laughs> it's probably actually why it's mediocre, but it's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, for me, I think the first time that I wrote poetry in like or tried to write poetry was in that class that Elizabeth and I took together. <laughs> At TCC is like the intro to creative writing and we did like a few weeks on poetry in general. I know. That's like and- the poem I'm
2: reading. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Professor Farrish was like, what does this mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh well, God. that's really exciting. Let's get into it so that we can get to these <laughs> terrible, terrible poems. Um, so I'm gonna go okay. first, just kind of like set the scene. Set um, the f- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this get poem us in our feels is actually not something that I wrote a long time ago. Oh. This is current bad poetry, at least. Okay. Part of it is because I started writing it and then kind of gave up. Halfway through, so it's it's pretty short, and um, but and I, there's a lot of emotions in here. It's Um, all good. Endings are hard. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, as Professor Parsonen always says. Yes, that's a direct quote.
0: (laughs) Endings are hard.
1: K. Parsonen, twenty (laughs)
0: eighteen. Every class ever.
1: I would also like to preface this with I have never been to an emergency room for an emergency. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Good to the, know. This is called hospitality of the dead or a visit to the emergency room. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. This is probably written like a year ago, maybe. Okay. Less. Well, you're a different a person bit. now than yeah. you were a year ago. It's yeah. fair. <laughs> okay. Beings robed in white circle you like a flock of vultures whispering in a dead language. <laughs> they draw sacrifices in blood and urine. Gaze into the deepest parts of you. See so right to, to your very heart. Death is expected, longed for, feared, avoided. The scent of it hangs in, an air, in the air like a smog-covered city. After a while, it fades into the background. That's when you know you've been out of the fresh air too long. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was great. So, super dark. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, like, this is also one of those things where there are some things that I like in it, um, because that's, like, why I started writing it. was like, ooh, that's cool. Right. But also not great things. Would you guys like to comment? <laughs> <laughs> I feel
2: like the flock of vultures metaphor is very much, like, the medical profession,
1: though. <laughs> that's spot on. <laughs> well, and I say this, like, my dad's a doctor. Um, <laughs> so I've been in, like, the periphery of the medical profession. And in some ways, like, it's, you know... I don't think that all doctors are, like, trying to shove pills down your throat or, you know, trying to make money off of that. Like, obviously, there are some people who do that. Um, That hasn't been in my experience. But just, like, being in a medical office in general is a terrible experience. Even just, like, the waiting to get to your room. Like, and you're never there for happy things. I mean, except if, like, you're bringing your baby to get checked up. But it's, like, you're either there for shots or you're there (laughs) to, like, (laughs) get your blood drawn or you've had, like, a fall or you're sick or something. Like, it's it's never a good thing.
0: I think as far as life is concerned, I consider myself to be a pretty, like, solid person. Mm -hmm. I'm not very gullible. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to poetry, I'm, like... So naive. I'm like, yes, that is <laughs> beautiful work. <laughs> uh, because I think for me, the best part about poetry is writing it and experiencing it and taking it in and sort of just being like, wow, I'm so glad that you're feeling those things that I'm feeling mm. too. Because fiction is great and fiction is so lovely to like take a story and follow it and like share life experiences with someone. Yeah, yeah. But to be able to be like, wow, you put exactly how I was feeling mm-hmm. onto paper how did you enter my brain and like steal my thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and maybe so, not even
1: in the same words that someone would put it. Right. But it's the same feeling. Right.
0: And you're like, wow, I would have never been able to say that, but that's how I've been feeling for so- all these months. And I've just felt so alone in here at this other person is who exists, who's mm-hmm. feeling the things that I'm feeling. And then you just don't feel as alone anymore. So yeah. I think for me, poetry is just solidarity in a, in a shared, you know, humanity, which is great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really awesome. That's one of the things that, that I love about poetry as well is just like – and also just not just emotions but experiences. Right. And I think that's one thing that – I mean, all literary works, does in general, like you were mentioning, with fiction. Um, but, yeah, poetry there's, – there's so much about it that's like it's – it's words put to song or it's or it's like the rhythms of life and I mean there's probably like a million and one different quotes that you can pull from different poets and non-poets about how amazing poetry is and how but like one of the things that frustrates me about poetry is how sometimes it's inaccessible like how do you write poetry how do you put those words together so that makes magic yeah and what What makes it magic? What and then what makes it like because when it's bad poetry, like it's like uh, like it's almost so much worse than bad fiction, you know, just (laughs) because so (laughs) obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that that was my that was my bad poem. And and I'm not even sure what started it. Like, that's one of the things that I found about poetry in trying to write it and talking with other people is sometimes it's maybe you're not even feeling that feeling in that moment. It's a past feeling. For sure. Yeah. Or just like a conglomeration of a lot of little things that have built up into this giant ball of stress. For sure. In your gut, and then you just need to release it somehow. Yeah, like and
0: a lot of the poems from when I was younger, especially mm-hmm. with all of my you know previous life experiences yeah. with my parents and whatnot, I just like, I'll read it and I'll be like, wow. I was such an unhealthy person. Like, how did <laughs> how did my mom not see this and like intervene? Like yeah. was she? And then I was like, wow, I understand why she was worried about me all the time. Like this is dark <laughs> shit. Yeah.
1: So. All right, who wants to go next? And do like rock paper scissors? Nose goes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne has covered her nose. <laughs> okay. All right, so I guess Elizabeth I is going this. next. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: this is a poem. I don't know what it means.
1: <laughs> I don't is think... that the title of your poem? No. I don't know what it means.
2: <laughs> I'm just prefacing this so if you like, have no idea what it means, just because the author didn't know.
1: <laughs> it's not like that ambiguous. You're not being like, oh, it's for the reader to figure it out. Oh, yeah. It's if like... you figure it out, tell me. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay.
2: Time runs out. Books mm-hmm. flying everywhere. Up the sooty chimney, down the rickety stairs. Time's running, running out. Books flying everywhere, swirling, whirling, twirling. A whole new world of books. Time's running, running out. Books flying everywhere, all around the beige room, Screaming, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming. Time's running, running out. Books flying everywhere until they settle down. Pages lie on the floor. Stop. Time, time, just ran out.
0: Oh, my God. That's about taking
1: finals. <laughs>
0: that is what that poem was about. Thank you, Cheyenne.
2: I know.
1: See, I was thinking it was, like, how people say the book industry is dying and how we're oh. all running out of time, and so there's, like, never enough time to read books, and then you're just never going to have enough
0: time. No, no. The narrator was studying
1: <laughs> for a final.
0: Wow, I'm so deep. I also sort of, like, imagined, like, some sort of Beauty and the Beast meets mm-hmm. the library wow scene where it's like yeah. actual
1: books like flying around. flying around also like the beige room is interesting because <laughs> it's like beige is just uh industrial to me right yeah. also like it's like in every office that you go into it's like beige or mauve or right something like that this You're room just, like, included uh. yeah yeah <laughs> beige the <wall> is tan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the room i'm talking about <laughs> yes yeah um there's uh Oh, have you watched About Time? It's with Bill Nye and um. I don't oh, think so. The Bill lady Nye, who played the, the time science guy. Try. Oh, oh, Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yes, Rachel McAdams and Bill Nye, the actor, not the science guy. Oh yeah, I was like <laughs> the science face. guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <sighs> that's the, disappointing. Bill Nye plays the dad, and like the son figures out that there's this hereditary gene where he can travel back in time. I have seen this film. Okay, yeah. So like Bill Nye, Elizabeth, have you seen it? No, but I've seen okay. the trailer. <laughs> so, like, Bill Nike, he's used his ability to travel back in time to read books. Which mm-hmm. I just relate to. That's amazing. To <laughs> <much>. yes, <laughs> too. If you could and, go back in time and reread your favorite book over and over yeah. again. and Or, like, reread, like, all the books. Because you never yeah. have enough, like, there's so many books in the world and so many good books. Not to mention, like, all the terrible books. And so just, like, having that time. <laughs> but that's what your problem made me think of. Well, thank you. So I'm glad Bill somebody. Appreciated. <laughs> so you said that you didn't know what it was about and that your teacher <laughs> didn't know what it was about. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about, like, what do you, like, how do you write a poem with no direction? Or, like, <laughs> or, like what what struggle went into that? Like, what prompted right. it? And then, like, how did it not lead somewhere? Like, did you start out with a vision and then it just derailed? Um, or so like there was this
2: staircase in my mind.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> with like books like flying around the staircase. And I was trying to recreate that image.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. And it
2: just like happened like this and then the time came in and I don't know where the time came from. <laughs> it's running, <laughs> running. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just had to finish it because I had to turn in something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do you think oh. if you had had more time uh <laughs> it
2: wasn't running out
1: <laughs> that's why it's running out because my time was literally running so out. maybe cheyenne was more on the I was right. <laughs> vindication <laughs> um do you think like y- it could have gone somewhere like do you think you were on to something or you were just like grasping for something anything <laughs> to write about i really think I was grasping for
2: something but you never nice. know i could come back to it and it could become something mm-hmm. really great
1: I've heard that you should never throw away stuff you write.
0: That's true. A lot of my poems that I turned in for my poetry project were like three or four years old. And mm-hmm. I rewrote them. Or I took things out that I liked. And then I just started over. Nice. And it wound up being very nice. But unfortunately, this is about bad poetry. So I cannot read <laughs> any of those to you, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Speaking of Cheyenne's poems, we good. can move
1: on to yours.
0: Okay. Um, this is called Tell Me How It Ends. Um, it's very fun, and if you see it visually, I think it helps uh, because it's a big square, mm-hmm. um side to side on each margin, and there's no punctuation whatsoever. Kay. Um I probably don't need to explain it, but every last word of one clause is the first word of the next one. Okay, Ooh. I know Will fancy, you pause in right? the middle of words my fifteen year old <laughs> self is. Very proud. Yes, I will. No, I will not do that. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't hate myself like I hated that woman today. Okay, um, tell me how it ends. I don't think or know or feel anything that is not my own uneasiness. I need you to save me. No, I need to save myself, but I do not have the weaponry or the spirit or the time. Or why am I always so tired or so poor or so worried? And why do I disappoint no one but myself? Myself, can there not at least be solidarity and shared displeasure of this person I think is me? Who even am I? Do I like what you see? I don't like what I hear, or the volume of my passions, or my lack, therefore, of passions of my God. Is that another person I have to duck quickly around the Is My only fear of disappointment in my God and myself, the person I most long to be back to myself, the prodigal daughter returning Rory Gilmore post-yacht. I long to be me, to be me and the son with a book in the lap of my mother to use as a pillow. God, why am I always so tired?' Okay, why don't you like that poem? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> did when did you write that? Um, two, three years ago. Okay. okay. Were you senior studying year for finals? <laughs> senior year of high school. I was studying for a final. Yeah, I can And then you I, tell. Also, I also <laughs> had some, some personal things going on mm. with my life. Okay. Uh, I was trying to decide which college to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, rough struggle. My parents were being you know, parents, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I was going to fail AP my AP environmental science test. Oh, no. Oh. I don't remember whether or not I did or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I like the image of the staircase because I just read one about a staircase. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what you focused <laughs> on, <huh>? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the
0: staircase was both um, to the library of my high school, but then also to heaven. Oh. Yeah, there
1: seemed to be a lot of religious imagery with, like, the prodigal daughter and the my god and... Stuff like that. I didn't catch the staircase one, but there
0: there was. Cool. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: like that you were tired Mm because that's very, very relatable.
1: Well, (laughs) it starts out with like you're rushing and rushing and the poem's kind of rushing and rushing along. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm why am I so tired? And then it stops. Yeah. You're just kinda like it's that moment where you've been going and going and going and you realize like I cannot go any longer. And then you're just like,
0: Oh, I need to sleep. And right. I
1: like that there's no <laughs> punctuation.
0: Yeah, if you look at it, it just looks like a big box.
1: Hold on. Nice. Yeah. Turn it
0: around and show leaf.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just like one big, great big paragraph. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> which also kind of echoes like the jumble of stress and right. kind of thought process that's right. going inside your head. And it's also—I'm sure you heard—I got pretty winded reading it because you
0: don't know where to pause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually, this poem <clears throat> makes me tired physically, which is, <laughs> I guess, pretty damn helpful. And <laughs> relating to it.
1: Um. So you mentioned the the lady that we were listening to, <laughs> um. <earlier. laughs> one of the I national will, book award poetry nominees yeah i will yeah. preface this with saying that earlier in the in the evening um, because it is the evening. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9.51 um, p.m. <laughs> yes. And we
0: broke into this building and campus. We <laughs> did not break in. We did not do anything. We had a coming. key.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Elise and Cheyenne and I spent the last... Um...
0: We were trapped with our professor <laughs> for like three <laughs> hours. <laughs> we love our professors. <laughs> but we were hungry. <laughs>
1: <I'm> starving. <laughs> so we went to an event um, at Magic City Books. Magic City Books does a lot. Of fantastic yeah. literary events, right? Um, uh, in Tulsa, they're a godsend, and, and the reading was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. so much so fun. Um, but the, then we stayed for this small. Uh, they were live streaming stream. the National Book Awards, which right. were happening tonight, and it was and hosted by Nick Offerman, which is really cool. Yeah, uh, he was, there was funny. This long stretch in the middle where they ate dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> yes.
0: York at the actual event we're eating dinner and so we had to watch this horribly long video <laughs> of these two women we did not know who They're were clearly
1: reading off a teleprompter.
0: <laughs> congratulations yeah. to the nominees <laughs>
1: seemed, i am not a robot well, yeah near the end of that segment which was like 30 minutes long try 45 it, it i timed oh my it goodness. oh my goodness um And they kept talking, they were going over each nominee and clips of some of the nominees and what they had... Written and all their awards and right. trying to keep up the energy for all of them because yeah. they wanted to like support all of them. They were not succeeding. <laughs> 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 the end of it, was pretty rough. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, but but this <laughs> woman who was reading her poetry, one of the National Book Award nominees for poetry, right uh, this year. I don't remember her name. I do not either. I don't either. Um, you but guys can <laughs> Google it. <laughs> she was reading a poem that had. Lots of fits and starts in it, like yeah. it echoed the emotion of the poem, right? Yeah, which is pretty cool. But she stopped mid-word, yeah,
0: multiple and times, paused, and we thought she
2: was choking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was it was intentional. But like I was yeah. sitting beside Elizabeth, and each time, like Elizabeth <laughs> would look down at her phone while she's listening, and then each time the lady would stop, and it was like a jagged <laughs> stop, like she's cut yeah. off, like yeah. she's choking, or she's, yeah. or she's choked up with emotion, and she's having a stroke or something. <laughs> Elizabeth would like jerk. Her <laughs> worry <laughs> I know I was and then each time it was so uncomfortable like it was cool because it kept it really my was. attention and it kept my attention and I think that it's important to preface there was like four
0: people in the room besides us yeah. and every time that there was silence it was like dead silence yes. and so then we were trying not to laugh which made it harder to not laugh <laughs> Whole thing was just uh, yeah. we were we lost before we got started. Yeah, it's just I don't
2: I don't understand poetry like that. <laughs> I'm sure it was beautiful and she captured some great emotions, but it really really
0: confused me. I so this <laughs> is loved what- it, but like. You exploding every time that she, like, (laughs) did the click thing was
1: more fun than my appreciating the (laughs) work. Okay, so, like, this is kind of what we're about is, like, exploring poetry and especially, like, when we don't understand it. Right. So, like, what about that poem do you think made you so uncomfortable or, like, did, like, understand it or anything like that?
2: I think it's like the stopping and the starting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so jarring that it completely, like, it's not like an experience of a poem that I'm used to because used mm-hmm. to it's so flowy. Yeah. And so beautiful. And this was very harsh mm-hmm. and like a completely different tone. And I think it made me very uncomfortable because it's not something I'm used to with yeah. poetry.
1: Yeah. And not really I classic guess. stuff or stuff that you've read yeah. at least. Cool. and Cheyenne, you loved it so can I you loved on that. it.
0: I also um, really like this author who I want to suggest to Elizabeth because when I do and if Elizabeth goes to listen to her read her brain is literally going to explode. Um, the author I'm referring to is Anne Howe. And okay. she, like, all of her poems, like, they'll even be perpendicular to one another, and, like, words will be printed over words, and it's, like, Whoa. impossible to read. And so when you f- re- have her, like, you have to listen to her, read it, and follow along, because there were even words in there that I didn't realize were typed, because it was just insane to look at. But Whoa. this this woman reminded me, the way that she was reading her poem, mm-hmm. reminded me of the way that uh, Ian Howe reads her own work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting, yeah, And different, and I don't know, I just like when people, um, I don't take a risk with poetry. Because mm-hmm. you can't do that in any of the other forms. If you take mm. a risk like that in fiction, people are going to be like, this is garbage. <laughs> but if you take a risk yeah. like that in poetry, you get nominated for a National Book Award. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Because you're some sort of, you know, new, uh, I don't
1: know, new voice. genius person
0: yeah. <laughs> who deserves all of the... Accolades in the world, and so <laughs> I don't know. Like, where else can you talk like a robot but not a robot? Um, and have like a nice time with yourself besides poetry?
1: Poetry can get weird, poetry yeah. is so weird so <laughs> fast,
0: <laughs> but it's like, and the thing about poetry too is like, it's so even when we share it, it's so private because mm. you could even like have something and you know exactly. Not, Eli- not Elizabeth, but most people <laughs> <laughs> can know exactly what their poem means, and it would be, it would, would not make sense to anyone else in the entire world except mm. for that person. Yeah. And, but then you share it, and people are like, that's so great. And you're like, okay, well, what did you get out of it? And you and I could have gotten something totally different out of it that right. the author wasn't even thinking about,
1: like, with Elizabeth's yes. poem. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> so, like, poetry is something... Maybe one of the only things in the world where you can share it with the world but still have it to keep to yourself as well.
1: Yeah. Which is nice. Well, also at the same time being so bare because, like, when you do get your point across, like, sometimes, you know, there are different interpretations, absolutely, but some things are, like, very obvious.
0: Right. And
1: I think that that can be even more terrifying than anything other probably than a memoir because you're talking about – emotions specifically right and a lot of the time hurt yeah. um yeah and uh betrayal and all that lovely <laughs> su- <Yeah>. subject matter <laughs> and
0: not that poetry by any means is like a cop-out to yeah. avoiding emotions no, no, no but i think that memoir is so much harder than poetry as far yeah. as like being raw because in poetry, you can, like, hide it in, like, beautiful language and mm-hmm. things like that. But, like, in memoir, it's really hard to follow the rules of just, like, a linear story. Yeah. And, you know, tell a story that makes sense and that has a plot and things like that. No, that makes um, perfect sense, yeah. Without, mm-hmm. you know, like, just being <laughs> brutally honest with yeah. not only your reader but yourself. And so... Yeah. I don't know, poetry, it's like, I can talk about dinosaurs, and you guys won't know what it means, but I know exactly what it means, <laughs> you know? See, like, I was thinking, it's easier.
1: I, I, I wonder if I just tend to be super literal when I write poetry, because, yeah. um, like, for me, fiction is so much easier, because then I can hide between other characters, and even if I yes. make a character who's named Elise and goes to school at TU and is majoring in English and creative writing, like, I can still say, oh, this is a character, Right. And it's based yeah. off of me, but it's like a meta thing and I can write behind that. And it can also yeah.
0: be you andor who you wish you were, right? Without all, you know, your human
1: mm-hmm. and you can rubbing off on it. You can definitely reveal things about yourself or people can pick up on things about an author through their work. But I I don't know, for I guess just like for me, poetry is more revealing. Yeah. And that can be different for different yeah. people too. I think poetry is more revealing than fiction. hmm For sure. Yeah. Um, So, we went to this event. Uh, Do you guys have any creative works that you're working on or um, events that you're looking forward to that are happening that are literary focused? Um, Well, I'm currently revising my story. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Art wheel!
2: But I really like that story. So, it's, like, told through, like, um, written media. Yeah. So,
1: like, it's...
0: yeah, her story was really rad, you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's uh, for for the listeners. It's like this this one story that's happening, but it's seen through the eyes of. Primarily written text, so like yeah. text messages, emails, um, letters, newspaper tweets. articles, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. just magazine like reviews,
1: yeah, yeah. Like you I- pretty
0: much used every form of communication <laughs> that we have that's not direct speech, which is yeah. just so cool. Thank you.
1: Everything well, but like the telegram, <laughs> or like Morse code. I <laughs> uh, just added a police
2: report and oh nice an IMDb
0: um that's oh, cool trivialist
2: yeah. trivia yeah. that's amazing <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's so cool because i made carter he was formerly an artist but that's now that's the main he's, character yeah sorry <laughs> character. Fine, fine. <laughs> he, he was an artist in my first uh-huh, draft yeah. but now he's a celebrity movie star yeah. who in like a famous like vampire tv series oh in my, my okay, fictional yeah. world that's
0: that for his personality it's much. More. <laughs> Who's like Bot dabbling on.
2: in art. Right. And he right. like thinks he's Tryn- like this amazing artist. Yeah.
0: He's also a narcissist for the oh, listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very narcissistic.
2: <laughs> and he's dating this pop star and it's not going well. <laughs> so we, I can't decide if I'm going to bring her more into the narrative or not yet. Still up okay. in the air about that. Cool. Yeah. Cool.
1: And I think, aren't we supposed to read our revisions or a part of them at yeah. an event at the end of yes, the semester? Yes, we're going to have a reading. Yes. Yeah. I think we're doing a uh, gathering place. Not the yeah. gathering place, but just gathering place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At the lodge or something. That um, is the word on the street. Yeah, and that'll be coming up in December, I guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, so if anyone wants to go to that. <laughs> uh, Cheyenne, what about you? What about me what? Uh, do you have any creative projects that you're working on? Or do you have um, any, are you going to any events? Or, or if there's like something that's happening in the literary world that interests you.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm working on a short fiction piece. Nice. Um, it's very fun. It's about this couple and she is trying to be um, put on a circuit court. Um, And her husband is also – well, not her husband. They're not married, but they've been together for, like, 40 years. So, fair assessment. (laughs) Um, But they never got married Mm because she hates institutions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But she's a judge.
2: (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) She was (laughs) such a great character, though. Honestly, (laughs) the character development was amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you. That means a lot to me. And especially after, like, hearing about your own, like, aspirations. I think I – That made me like the story even more.
0: Yeah, Eleanor is every person who I ever hoped to be. (laughs) (laughs) Combined (laughs) into one beautiful, fictional, impossibly unreal character. That's awesome. Yes, and her um, partner, Henry, is a very nice person. Oh, he
2: was so cute. I love the scene where the meet cute. It's very cute.
0: Yeah, my routine is the kitchen, because, like, mm. Oh, I bowls. Yeah. That too. <laughs> 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 yeah. I wasn't even, like, writing. I don't even know what I was doing when mm-hmm. I was writing him. I had no idea. I was like, I'm going to make him fight. Because, like, that's what I've experienced as far as, like, being with someone for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, you fight and you break up yeah. and whatever. But then I just started writing and I was like I don't want them to break up like I like Henry yeah. and I like Eleanor and I like them together like they need one another so Good socially dynamics. dependent. Yeah. So I think I like used my relationship that I have with my mom to like form Henry. Aww, I was like oh, if I So, can. so beautiful. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful a little bit like Oedipus, I don't know. You guys decide <laughs> for me. <laughs>
1: No, I, I, I love it so much. And um, thank you guys so much for coming yeah. on the podcast. Thanks for today. having us. Today. I so enjoyed um, spending time with you guys oh, and getting to hear your poetry. <laughs> it was <laughs> so, so beautiful. <laughs> commiserating over our misunderstanding of it. Yes. <laughs> Um, this has been uh, bad poetry. I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in, um, Cheyenne and Elizabeth again for joining us, and yeah, thank uh, you. TUTV yeah. Media Labs for letting us use their studio. It'd and breaking the Kindle tonight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also mention again Magic City Books, who puts on, uh, who put on a lot of really great literary events. I do recommend going by and seeing <laughs> <and laughs> them. Checking them out, seeing what they're up to. Um, Yeah, so this has been Bad Poetry. I hope you join us next time.
0: You did it. <laughs> <laughs>